the hour are we uh, delve into more of the mess down in the nation's capital with Dr. Holland Ullman. We'll have Joe, uh, the sergeant at 8.30. We'll continue the crime report first, so let's get an update regarding the embattled Northport VA Medical Center with uh, who else but Joe Malonis, who has had his issues uh, throughout the years, our very good friend, Mr. Malonis, a veteran uh, in his own right, and uh, just trying to get the... Uh, the situation in hand for him over the years and nice enough to give us a bit of an update we see a happy new year to you my friend how you been and what's the latest hey how you doing jay happy new year to you also uh yeah so actually i'm going to do a try a different approach today because we all know uh you know antonio sanchez the director up there at northport and northport themselves really don't have any accountability or whatever i think we just beat a dead horse Every time I come on here and we just talk about them, I think the bigger issue I'm having now is the fact that our politicians are actually doing nothing. You know, it's crazy. We got the Senate Majority Leader from New York, and for eight years, Chuck Schumer has refused to give me an appointment to discuss this. I, I, I don't understand. I, uh, Senator Gillenbrand's office refuses to give me an appointment. They just don't meet with disabled veterans. I'm not sure if it's just a lack of respect or there's no photo op or or what it's incredibly frustrating and uh you know with the mess going on in the house of representatives right now uh i don't have a congressman (laughs) so i don't uh i'm not really sure what to do with this right now now joe you mentioned you mentioned chuck schumer right now who was the other one because i can't recall that name well, she does not have a book tour right now, so you haven't seen her recently. Oh, that's one. Okay. Yes. Um, and then, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, and then when we had Congressman Zeldin, he spent two years running for an office he couldn't win, so he, he completely ignored Long Island. Uh, so, you know, this is a bipartisan issue. They, they all seem to ignore veterans unless it's an election coming up and they need a photo op. We think of Chuck. Chuck has had many a photo op in front of Northport uh, to no avail. Listen, uh, it is a it's an ongoing issue. We've we we have reached out to Sanchez. We had Sanchez way back. We've reached out to him again. To I can't even get a call back. You know, uh, we contact uh, uh, all that's represented there, and we can't get to the bottom of it. So I feel like I have failed as well uh, as far as trying to see what in the heck is going on. Uh, well, regarding you know, funny. your situation especially. Go ahead. Yeah, well, it's funny because now, uh, you know, Northport, they're, they're very active on their Facebook page, but all it is is propaganda and photo ops that he, the Sanchez does. You know, if you criticize them, they ban you from commenting. They've actually banned me from not only commenting, but seeing the page. So I can't even get any information that they put out on their Facebook page because... Unless you just sit there and bow down and kiss the ring, uh, Antonio Sanchez won't let you have information. And now he's illegally withholding medical care from me. You know, we've had uh, the community care program. I believe it started with President Obama. President Trump expanded it. And, uh, you know, even President uh, Biden has talked about giving our veterans options, getting care in the community outside the VA system. And Antonio Sanchez, as retribution against me, has refused to let me use this option 
that I earned uh, in 10 years of service and two tours in Iraq. So I don't understand how this isn't a criminal act. It seems like, Antonio, you know, I've had a detective up at Northport. I spoke with one of the VA police officers there, uh, David Xavier, and he told me there was a conference call after our last radio interview. The detective told them, hey, I think you guys are making this a personal issue. There's no reason why he shouldn't be getting his care. And they kicked him off the phone call. Uh, they told him to leave the conference call. So if your law enforcement personnel are telling you you're making this personal and there's no reason for it, how is that not a criminal act? How are they, like, able to get away with this? And it's something I would love, again, to speak with one of my senators about, but uh, I guess disabled veterans aren't uh, a priority. I'm talking with Joe Malonis, having issues uh, with Northport VA. Joe keeps us... Uh, in line with all the goings on, they've had uh, a few uh, directors, interim directors, uh, you name it, patient advocates. Uh, really know how. It's not the first we've heard of this uh, Joe's plight. We've had plenty of veterans on. I've had plenty of dealings privately with veterans who have told me uh, their storylines. In in essence, uh, it's an ongoing issue. The, the crux of the problem over the years... There seems to be a common denominator, Joe. What and what would you feel that is? Not only you, others. What would you feel the overall issue is as far as Northport? Uh, wow. Let me narrow down to one. A lack of accountability. Mm-hmm. So they have a system set up where they police themselves. Any sort of issues you have, you have to report to them. And in what crazy uh, setup? Does policing yourself work? I've never seen it, you know, be effective. You have to have some sort of outside agency monitoring them, and and you can't. And, you know, they always say there's a patient advocate, but that patient advocate is a Northport VA hospital employee. Their job is to just squash problems at the lowest level, not to actually advocate for veterans. So we're in a situation now where even the police up there are being used to enforce uh, Antonio Sanchez's retribution. They're not there to enforce laws or to help out veterans. They're there to protect the staff against misconduct when they uh, have this misconduct they want to cover up. It's the most frustrating situation I've ever been a part of. Incredible. Joe Malone is... Uh, so, in, in essence, let's say if it is the director there... Uh, who is kind of the center of it all. What about some of the other stuff that you could tell us? Uh, For instance, the pool there, which was uh, not in operation for a very long time. Surgical units have always been in question there, repaired. Remember those air conditioning ducts from way back? There's always been issues there. Do you know anything that you can kind of convey to us as far as, you know, over the last few years, improvements uh, and everything else going on there. Can you, can you give us a little bit of light in that? Well, I, I want to say again, and I normally start with this, and I, I didn't today, and, and I apologize. Like, 95% of the staff up at Northport are incredible. They're, a lot of them are veterans. They, they do care about veterans. The rank and file, I would say, do an incredible job of providing the best care possible. Let me get that out of the way because it's true. 
and I don't want to uh, shortchange those who do amazing work. The problem is when there is an issue that the administration, starting with the director, Antonio Sanchez, their first thing to do is to cover it up. Like, I had a doctor misdiagnose me three times, the same doctor. They kept sending me to him. He kept misdiagnosing me. And when you try to file a complaint, the problem is they won't tell you anything because that person's employment privacy is protected more than the patient's rights. So they say it's a privacy issue, the union contract. They're not allowed to discuss any sort of... uh a resolution with the doctors or the providers. So if you have a doctor providing misconduct, they won't tell you about it, and they just cover it up under the guise of privacy. Now, if you were to call there again about me, they say, oh, we can't discuss veterans, specific veterans, because of privacy issues, regardless whether I waive that issue or not. So what they're able to do is they're able to close ranks and cover everything up under the guise of privacy. It's, again, just an insane issue. Has this been investigated at all by authorities of uh, of higher elk? Uh, can you give us uh, anything in that regard as far as the county is concerned or no? You know, I spoke with the DA's office, and they, <laughs> it, it's not even funny, but they referred me to the VA. <laughs> and they told me that the VA has to investigate it because it's kind of a federal issue, even though they're on in Suffolk County, the VA uh, facility is considered federal land, and there's jurisdiction issues. So, again, I'm just one veteran, and I can't even tell you. Every time I'm on, people hit me up on Facebook. I start getting messages about other issues veterans have been having. Uh, but I'm just one guy. I'm fighting yeah. this massive, massive uh, entity that has all these resources, and they, they just go out of their way to crush anyone that speaks out against them. And you would think maybe, maybe my elected officials would want to come help me. But apparently, they just have nothing but disdain and disgust for disabled veterans because they're nowhere to be found. And I'm yeah. talking specifically about Chuck Schumer, uh, Senator uh, Kristen Gillenbrand, and even Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin didn't pass a single bill, and he's a veteran. Well, Lee's it's done a lot. Let's, let's, here's no, the thing, though. Not. Yeah, you and like, I have I'm had discussions saying, on They that. don't do anything. Yeah. They do uh, not care about us veterans Zeldin, there's a press Zeldin, conference or a press release. Yeah, Zeldin has done a lot for veterans. I mean, let's let's be very clear on that. Now, listen, your situation... <laughs> no, he has. He's done a lot for veterans. Listen, um, we've, there hasn't we've been gone a over this. Bill, the Drogas, sir. the Dwyer bill, and everything else. He's done a lot for veterans, Joe. He has. Yeah. Your situation is a very, very tough one. And, uh, you know, we got to try and fix it. You know, we got to try and fix it. Have you... Now, Schumer's a whole other thing, because Schumer's a joke, we know. And the, and the other name you mentioned, I'm still trying to look her up on Google. Gillenbrand, you said? I'm still trying to look her up. But in essence, have you had any uh, confrontations in-house with Sanchez? Have you gone there? Are you stopped by authorities? I mean, are you demanding answers? What, what, have, what have been the situations at hand for you in that regard? So after he took over, I, I requested, it took me about a year, but I finally got a meeting with him on March 2nd of 2020. I brought an attorney with me, 
But they didn't know she was an attorney. I said she was just a friend. We had a meeting where we were supposed to, I laid out all this stuff that's happened, and we ended the meeting and said, okay, we're going to have a follow-up meeting. We'll discuss this, whatever. And then, so for, then, obviously, uh, mid-March, the whole COVID shutdown happened. Right. So for the next year, they wouldn't discuss anything with me because COVID, this and that. He was going on his vacations. And then after that, yeah, I've never spoken to him again. He's never gotten on the phone with me again since that meeting. Once they found out I had an attorney with me, they, they deny half the stuff that was said in the meeting, even though I had a an attorney taking notes. Uh, they refused to meet with me. They said there's nothing they can do. They looked into the situation. It is what it is. So even mm -hmm. though, uh, it, it, I don't even know what to say. Antonio Sanchez, I don't know how we put someone in charge of veterans who seems to not like them. He has less integrity than George uh, Santos. I, I don't understand this guy. Like, they, he just lies constantly, has no integrity, and we decide to pay him a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. It, it's, un, it's unbelievable. I, I don't know what even to do, Jay. No. Uh, what about the patient advocate? I know there have been a bunch. Uh, you know, the advocate is supposed to be kind of the liaison between you and the higher-ups. What about uh, that well, deal? Well, besides the fact that the patient liaison in nine years has never once answered their phone, you have to leave a message, and then they pick and choose who they call back, and I have never gotten – they're not allowed to speak with me, apparently. I don't know, because they they don't call me back. You know, yesterday I called the VA police. I spoke to the deputy chief up there, and I'm like, look, how is this possible? Please help me. What can I do? And he told me to call a patient advocate. I said, patient advocate doesn't answer their phone. Well, I, I really don't know what to tell you. So, you know, they just basically use the VA police staff as a way to enforce their uh, their policies uh, against veterans. So it's it's just the, the saddest situation because I'm, I'm quite fortunate. I have you. You advocate for me. I have a good support system with friends and family. So I'm doing okay in that regard. But so many Long Island veterans don't have that support system. They don't. They struggle. Uh, they struggle to get their care. Northport and the director make it difficult for them. And how many of them are suffering, probably maybe even dying, because of this uh, attitude that they seem to have up there? It, it doesn't seem right to me. No, it doesn't. Uh, we got to keep trying. You can't give up. That's the key here because uh, Joe's sounding off. Listen, I've heard this from many a veteran. Uh, you know, Suffolk County leads the state as far as population. They have closed a lot of these VAs now. A lot of people have to travel some 40 miles in and around in order to get the uh, necessary care. It is a terrible situation. It's an ongoing deal. It's not just Northport. It's other VAs as well. That's the problem. You know, listen, we have an ongoing situation. I had a vet on yesterday down from Mexico, put up a lot of just Rivera. You know, I mean, veteran issues are huge, even down there, in which he has been an advocate and a leader. So it's an ongoing deal, man. I feel for you. We're going to keep fighting for you and everything else. You know, I mean, we got to get to the bottom of this. We got to get to the bottom yeah. as far as why you are not receiving the care and the help you need. We gotta figure it out, Joe. I we have it budgeted community care. Every politician I've ever seen talk about it has touted 
options for veterans in their health care outside the VA system. And Antonio Sanchez, you know, you've misdiagnosed me repeatedly. To tell me when I ask for outside care that you think in-house care is the best after you keep misdiagnosing me seems insane. I don't understand the logic behind it. And this is my New Year's resolution. As often as you're willing to have me on, Jay, we're going to come on and we're just going to keep pounding. We're just going to keep going. Um, I spoke with the people over in Andrew Garbino. Is that how it's pronounced? The congressman-elect? Second, yeah. Okay. I spoke with his office. Um, You know, once they settle that stuff in the House, thanks to redistricting, he's my new congressman. So I'm going into his office, you know, hopefully next week or the week after. I don't know how long this is going to play out. Uh, but once he's officially uh, sworn back in, we're going to sit down and hopefully the, the congressman-elect can help me. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful. I've never dealt with him before. I, I don't know because, like I said, my senators seem too busy to, to handle an issue. And Northwood has the highest uh, concentration of veterans in New York State. So I don't understand why this wouldn't be a top priority for elected officials. Let's get Garbarino in on this. If we need to, we'll get the guy out of the fourth, a uh, third, in in on this as well. Uh, well, forget the third. Uh, isn't that Santa? That's Santos. We don't want Santos. Yes, it is. No, no we we no already have knows. enough problems. We don't need Santos involved here. If need be, we'll get the guy out of the fourth, Desposito. Uh, listen, and we got to get uh, down to it. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. even the first district, it was uh, Nick. Uh, who was Nick Lolota for the first district? Yeah, we'll, no, we'll bring him in too. We'll definitely Listen, look as soon as these guys get sworn in, we'll hit the ground running. We will. We will get to the bottom of this. Okay, you have invigorated me to the point where we hey, need to kind of restart the engines here, huh? It's it's my New Year's resolution to keep hammering until we can get Antonio Sanchez to resign and some positive changes made up there. Finally figured out that second senator you named, uh, that Kristen, uh, Kirsten Gillenbrand. Didn't she, she ran for president. I, I remember that now. She she basically stated, I will never run for president. She ran for, she was on that stage, that debate stage. Now I, now I remember. I, I, there, there I guess that's her claim. Too. I'm not sure if you saw her. She was, she was selling a book about uh, veterans and military sexual assault, but I guess once the book tour ended, so did the care for veterans. Yeah, now, now I know who you're talking about. Okay. Uh, listen, we're going to keep fighting for you. We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to get uh, Congressman Garbarino in on this when everything is settled, if it is ever settled in Washington. Uh, we'll get uh, Congressman uh, Desposito, Congressman Lota on this, and uh, we will uh, uh, charge straight ahead as far as getting to the bottom of your deal here with Northport. Jay, right, I promise. You. I am eternally grateful to to the advocate work that you're doing and the the platform you give me because they've taken away my voice in every other aspect uh, and inability to try and affect change. And this seems to be the only platform that I get to speak out. So I can't even tell you how eternally grateful I am for that opportunity. Well, listen, I, I haven't done anything yet. Uh, we got to just, uh, like I said, we got to restart the engines and uh, we got to figure out uh, a solution. That's the key, finding a solution to your issues, which you have had many over the years. So uh, we're not giving up. We're just starting. New year, fresh start, all right? Let's have a positive outlook.
All right. And, That's it. You have a great weekend, Jay. You too. Enjoy. Stay. Be safe. And again, a happy new year to you and your family. All right. All right. Take care, brother. Thank you. All right. There you go. We got to. We got to figure it out. We never gave up, but we got to figure it out. We got new blood coming into Washington if they ever settle that mess, which we will talk about, by the way.